Hello, this is the Slothy Llama Podcast, and I am Reva G. This podcast is largely about all things mindfulness and, in general, how to find more enjoyment out of life. I hope you'll enjoy this episode. Hello, this is Reva G. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can start to live a life you truly love. Before we jump into it, though, I want to give you a quick heads up. There's some cool stuff coming for the Slothy Llama podcast. We're going to start to have some guests, and I'm not going to tell you who just yet, but they are some pretty awesome people from right here in the Bay Area, and I'm excited to get to share those interviews with you guys. Just keep a lookout for that in the near future. Now let's jump back into today's topic. I wanted to talk about how you can start to live a life you love right now because we're starting to get to the end of the year. We're getting close to the new year where people are setting resolutions. It's really a time of reflection and insight into how has your year gone so far? How are you enjoying your career? How do you feel about your experiences in life? And I don't want to overlook the fact that, you know, Every single career, every single job, there's going to be pros and cons. So I want everyone to keep in mind the caveat of when we talk about living a life you love, it's you love most of what you do. And of course, there's going to be some things here and there that may be less ideal. A lot of people, I would say, don't look forward to tax season. They don't look forward to certain things that might happen throughout the year. But overall, most often, most days, are you finding enjoyment in life? Are you finding a life that you want to experience? And I've come across some pretty cool techniques that I want to share with you guys, some exercises that you can do to help test this question of, are you living a life that you truly love? Because sometimes we'll find ourselves just asking ourselves that question, do I love my life? (laughs) Am I doing things I'm passionate about? And sometimes you might just be stuck on asking yourself, what am I passionate about? What exactly do I want to be doing? You might be feeling like you have a mediocre life and things are generally okay, but there's just a lack of something that's inspiring you, something that's lighting a flame inside of you. And so I wanted to bring these techniques up these questions you can bring up with yourself to start to hone in on what are you truly passionate about. And sometimes it's a matter of first going through what are you doing right now? And are those things actually things you are passionate about? Or are are you not on the right track right now? There's no judgment. It's always about how can we make fine adjustments in life to redirect ourselves towards the path we want to be on. We don't have to completely lift everything up and flip ourselves around, but we can start to make small changes to actually be going in the direction that we want to be in. So let's focus in on one small exercise that's very effective in helping you determine if your current day-to-day activities are truly coming from a place of passion and enjoyment, 
a place where you can thrive? Or are they just things that you're trying to get through? And here's the test. It's called the fast forward test. Pretend like you start out your day and take one activity at a time that you're experiencing. If someone were to hand you a fast forward button, would you push it? (laughs) If you could hit the fast forward button to get to the end of your workday, everything that had to get done got done, but you didn't have to painstakingly live through every moment of it. It just got done and then the whole day was over and then you got to do whatever you wanted to do in your free time would you push the button? (laughs) If you would, you're likely not doing things you're passionate about. The things that we want to be present for that are really what light us up inside that ignite that fire in our heart. We don't want to hit the fast forward button for those kinds of activities. We really don't. We, we want to experience it. We want to be there for every minute. We might want to micromanage it even. But we care so much about it, we wouldn't dare hit a fast forward button and miss a second of it. It's kind of like, you know, if you've got kids or pets or whatever you might care about, you probably don't want to miss those amazing moments with them. You probably wouldn't hit a fast forward button if you were to go to the dog park. You probably don't want to hit a fast forward button if you're going to get to see your little kid take steps or like... If you're in the middle of some hobby that you're super excited about, you know, you're finally off of work and there's this thing that you super enjoy. Maybe it's putting together little displays or maybe it's playing your musical instrument or whatever it might be. You're just waiting for those minutes to come that you can get your hands on that and then just get lost in it. Those times when you think about, you know, you're lo- you're fully inundated and so present, you're in that flow state and you can't think of anything else and you get lost in time and you might even forget to eat or stop or do things. But it's not because you're pushing yourself to hit a deadline. It's because you literally completely lost awareness that anything else existed in that moment. So in those instances, you would never hit the fast forward button. But if you could hit a fast forward button to get through all your meetings during the day, if you could hit a fast forward button to get to the end of your shift or whatever it might be, I would question, I would inquire you to do some deep self-questioning of are you sure you're on the right path because there's a good chance you're not and it's not to say again that you drop everything and you find a new career it's how can you slowly take one thing at a time that maybe you are treating that as though you would hit a fast forward button and see if you can do a little less of that and a little bit more of the things you wouldn't dare hit a fast forward button for. Or if you're trying to find that hobby, maybe you start small. You don't change anything with your work because maybe that's a little too jarring. So you look to see when you're done with work, what are the things I wouldn't want to hit the fast forward button for? 
And maybe there is some kind of a hobby that could eventually become your career. Maybe there's something that will start to introduce you to some kind of an experience or some kind of a skill set that'll actually move you towards a career and something that you're more passionate about and something you actually want to be present for. At the very, very least, by having a hobby or having something that you get to do outside of the work time where you are truly passionate, where you truly are present and you want to be there and you wouldn't dare hit the fast forward button, you'll start to bring more joy and more passion and love into your life for all the things you're doing just because more often in your day, you'll now start to tip that balance, that scale over into a life you love so that you may actually realize that when you start to do more of what you're passionate about, either it becomes part of your career or spills over into your career, or maybe you start to truly see that what you're doing for your career isn't necessarily the best thing in the world. And maybe there's something else out there for you and it gives you that nudge and that inherent knowing to give you the confidence to start to explore something new. Because the worst thing you can do in life is spend your entire life doing something that you would in a second hit the fast forward button for. Because that's basically telling yourself that you're willing to fast forward through most of your life. Work takes up a lot of our life. It's, you know, at least eight hours a day. And for a lot of people, it's much more. And so if you can start to find first, what are you wanting to fast forward? And then if you can't replace those things, at least add on things during your day that you don't want to fast forward through, but use it as a test, use it as a way to suss out what do you truly think you're passionate about? It's so easy for us as adults to get lost in our minds and get lost in the words of all of the people that we've come across, all the people we care about. You know, it could be parents, it could be teachers, advisors, bosses, family of all kinds. You know, everyone's given us their two cents for what is a meaningful life, what's the thing you should do with your career, what should you do with your life. And we have a lot of stories on our head. It's easy to lose what's truly meaningful to us personally. It is not just something we are rehearsing in our mind that we learned and picked up from people we care about or respect or look up to. So the first test is a fast forward test. That's a really helpful way to start to get at the truth of what are you really passionate about. And then the next activity that you can start to do is look at the things in your life that you're doing. And if there's something that someone took away from you, if someone said you can no longer do X, you can no longer do this activity, You can no longer play this instrument, whatever it might be. How would you feel (laughs) if it would just break your heart that you couldn't do that thing anymore? There's a good chance you're passionate about it. And it doesn't mean you have to make your entire life and career that one thing now. But it's a very simple test of, hey, there's actually a weight on the scale leaning towards 
you know, I might be inspired by this thing. There is something here that might lead to a life that I love. Because if I were to be heartbroken because someone took it away from me, that's saying a lot. That's saying that I value it a lot. I think many people, if they looked at a lot of the meetings that they had in their day, and especially some kinds of meetings where maybe it's not the most productive and they're not necessarily the most fun, If someone were to take those meetings away, I think there's a lot of people out there who would probably be thrilled. (laughs) They would be absolutely thrilled that they don't have that thing on the list of to-dos and would be okay with walking away from that. Whereas if you absolutely love to play the guitar, if you absolutely love to play the piano or to do voice lessons and singing and someone took that away from you said you can't do that anymore and you probably would feel very broken very very at a loss because someone took that away from you because that's something that lights a fire in you it's it's how you know what fuels you this kind of a question this kind of an inquiry is really getting at What is it that's really lighting your fire right now? If you were to feel at a loss or feel heartbroken or feel like something terrible (laughs) happened if you never got to do these things again, it's because it's like a life force. You could think of it like that. It's like some kind of an energy fire that's driving you has been taken away. Your fuel is being taken away. And when you're Looking at these activities and seeing them as fuel, you'll start to see that's actually passion. That's actually love. That is something that brings you joy in life. And you can tell because there's a lot of things that you could probably very easily say, if someone took this away from me and it didn't dramatically negatively affect my life, I would be fine with that. There's that person that you don't want to talk to. There's that meeting you don't want to go to. There's that project that's just driving you insane and it's not giving you any form of joy or semblance of something that's inspiring. And you would be okay if someone took that away from you. And if you start to, you can even write this stuff down, like go through a list of what are the things that take up the biggest amount of time in your day. If the biggest time uses of your day are things you're fine with letting go of, should it not negatively impact you, I would strongly invite you to Look at what are the ways you can start to shift your career. What are the ways you can start to shift your day or at least, again, add in something in your day where you're adding in those activities that would break your heart should you lose them, that you are getting that energy from. Because if more of your time is filled with stuff you would be fine with letting go of or that you want to fast forward through, those are things that are draining your energy. They're making you, you can think of it like it's making you less inspired, less creative, less imaginative, less fun, less enjoyable. And you might say, well, you know, when you're an adult, you can't have the luxury of just picking and choosing your activities and you can't expect everything to be fun. I'm not saying everything has to be fun. I think 
you know, it's normal for there to be things that happen that are a little bit monotonous and a little bit rote. And, and as an adult, there are those kinds of activities. You still have to do certain things in your day that are repetitive or that may be just maintaining your lifestyle. But how much of your day looks like that? Because you're not supposed to be primarily doing rote, monotonous things that you just want to fast forward through all the time. That's not a life. That's not a life to love. And it is possible to have more of that passion in your life for the things that you're doing. And that's why I always try to encourage people first, before they go changing their careers, first start to add in the little activities So as a hobby, maybe it's just on the weekends because maybe you're too tired during the week because of the monotonous stuff that you do all day. But on the weekends, can you start to add in the things you wouldn't dare hit the fast forward button on or that do break your heart should you lose them and increase the amount of time that you are doing those activities and start to teach yourself what does it feel like when I do things that energize me? that light up that fire in my heart? And what does it feel like when I'm doing something that's draining me? Perhaps what you're doing all day during work, if that's the case for you. And start to notice in your body, what are the sensations that come up? Do you feel a sinking feeling when you're doing the things that are monotonous all the time? Do you feel an expansive feeling when you're doing the activity that you wouldn't dare fast forward through? When you're doing that hobby or that thing that just lights you up. And then you can start to, you know, if you're trying to figure out what is that hobby, what is that activity, just go through the activity. Pretend like you had the fast forward button and then start listing ideas in your head or on paper for what are things you're interested in or you think you might be interested in. If you think you might be interested in playing squash, well, try to play that out in your head. If you were to start a game, would you want to play the whole game or do you want to fast forward after the first round? I actually have never played squash, so I don't even know where to begin with that one, but I'm sure they have rounds. Uh, But in general, (laughs) when you are looking at the next thing, okay, maybe you want to learn a new instrument and maybe you try it out. Sometimes it just takes trying things out and knowing, okay, is this a thing that I'm passionate about? Is this a thing that I would want to hit fast forward through? And it's only once you get your hands on it that that'll be able to become evident. And that's okay. So you try a few things out. So you explore. So you get curious with it and and experiment. But either just through your imagination and thinking through a list of things or trying things, begin to incorporate new activities that potentially could spark that fire in your heart. It's amazing how you can become so productive when you have that fire lit, when you lose track of everything around you. And it's interesting because I'd encourage you to, when you're trying new things, don't stop 
immediately if you get stuck on something. Don't get caught up on, oh, this is hard to learn or this is tricky because that can be a barrier in and of itself where you're just like, I don't even want to do it. (laughs) If it's something you truly believe you might be interested in, give yourself a fair chance and keep trying. Maybe get a teacher. Maybe get take a course. Maybe do something where you have some support to try it out and actually give it a fair go because I'll give you an example. I had to start to learn how to do video editing. And I'm gonna not going to lie. I have no idea what I'm doing with video editing. I've never done video editing. I just barely learned audio editing. <laughs> and so to teach myself how to use Adobe Premiere Pro, I was a bit overwhelmed. And yes, there's tutorials and yes, there's trainings and things. But even with that... It's a bit tricky and I'm one of those people who wants to touch everything right away. So I don't really want to watch a three hour course on it. I just want to start playing with it and clicking things and seeing what happens. And Adobe Premiere Pro was not straightforward and intuitive to me personally. I'm not going to say it's not to everyone, but it's not to me personally. (laughs) I had my little outbursts about it at first to my husband, who's very sweet and patient with me and smiled and just let me have my outbursts about how ridiculous I thought the whole program was. And then a little while later, I settled in And I started to give it more of a fair try. And I started to get more comfortable with what it looked like, the user interface and all the things. And suddenly things started to click and I got a little bit familiar with some of the stuff from the audio editing. And I noticed some similarities. And then I started to understand how the Adobe Premiere Pro really worked differently. And then I was able to suddenly start to do the video editing. There's a lot I still have to learn, but I got to start putting this, this, I was putting a course together. And so it was important to me to be able to edit the video in order to actually successfully have the course I was creating. And I suddenly, after I gave myself a fair chance and got really comfortable with the basics, at least enough to you know, cut and delete and move some things around and export some files, all these fancy things I can do now. Uh, Very straightforward. But you know, for me, amazing, because I could never do that before. But as I got into it, all of a sudden, I completely lost track of hours at a time. I suddenly fell into this flow state because I was really passionate about the course I was creating. I'll share about that with you guys like at a later time. I'm almost done with it. But I was so excited to get this course out that the hurdle of the audio or in the video editing was, you know, this thing that was super important to me because I needed to get through that hurdle in order to have the course finally put together. And once I got comfortable with the pro- with the process of the program and everything, everything just suddenly happened and I didn't have to think about it so hard and what felt, you know, what felt like minutes was hours and all of a sudden I realized like 3 or 4 hours later I was still editing videos and I was still doing all of this stuff and 
it didn't bother me anymore. It literally, and I wasn't like, oh, I need to fast forward through this. No, I was like, no, this is really important to me. I want to hear every part of this and I want to make sure it's correct. And I want to make sure there aren't any mistakes or things that I'm missing. And I want to cut in the exact right place and everything. So there was no part of me that just wanted to fast forward through it just to get through it because I was having fun. I started to really enjoy the process because it was all going towards a course that I was creating. It wasn't just this difficult process. And it made me realize, wow, there's a lot of time. It's been a while. (laughs) It had been a while since I'd gotten so lost in an activity that I was so passionate about for all the right reasons. And it's not to say that I don't enjoy what I do normally for work, but it made me start to question, wow, if that's what I can be like when I'm in flow, when I don't want to hit the fast forward button, when if someone took that away from me, I would be sad. (laughs) I would be a little bit broken by that. What am I doing with all of my time right now? Because that's not how I felt. Maybe I feel like that sometimes at some level. Maybe I have like chunks of time go by where I'm not wanting to hit a fast forward button. But let's let's kind of be more honest with ourselves and then and realize there are a fair number of times where I would hit the fast forward button. Or maybe where if someone took this away, I would be fine with it. <laughs> And it made me start to question, okay, is how can I start to introduce more of that flow, that passion and that love for work back into my life? And maybe I have been missing out on a few things that make me filled with joy and filled with that fire that that like really lights me up and just draws me into the cave of perpetually doing things without ever feeling like I need to stop. And how how can I start to do more activities like that? So the course creating, that was a big thing for me. The I, That happens to me when I'm doing some of the meditations that I'm, I'm editing and putting on the YouTube channel. And, and I have a new YouTube channel. <laughs> I should probably tell you guys that. You can find it just by looking up my name, Riva Delgarlo, on YouTube. It'll it'll pop up pretty quick. It's been a new channel I've been experimenting with that has kind of like everything. <laughs> I'll share about that during another episode. But it's kind of like when I do the meditations, like when I'm recording those kinds of things or working on the audio or picking the music for it, I can get lost for hours in that stuff because I'm such in such a flow state. And if someone were to say, you can't do that, I would get pretty upset. <laughs> I would, I would, I would want, I would feel like there was something missing. I'd feel like I'd lost something if I didn't get to do those things. It's like that joy, that fun, that fire is is really important. And so at the very least right now, what I do is I'm starting to try to on the weekends or after hours, identify a few activities where I know I would be sad if someone totally took it away from me or that I know I wouldn't want to fast forward through. And I'm adding those back in and I'm trying to up and increase the amount of time I spend doing those things that really light me up because that helps to balance out. Sometimes you may not want to make a dramatic change in everything because maybe you do like parts of what you do 
And you don't have to throw out your whole career, but you can you can find ways to complement it. You can find ways to add in certain things to slowly up the scale, like I said before, for weight, adding some weights to the side of the scale where it's the passion, it's the fire, it's the energizing you so that you have more of that energy to do everything else because that's really what feeds you. That's what, when you wonder, you know, why some adults are so burnt out or they're so exhausted all the time. Sure, staying up all night with kids and sick kids or being sick and all the things, those can definitely add on to why someone's exhausted. But I think if you look at a lot of adults these days, whether or not those other factors are in there, they're pretty tired. There's this exhaustion that's taken over like a generation of people. And you can see it in people's faces these days. They look really tired. And some of them don't have kids. They're just tired. (laughs) And there isn't really a reason outside of maybe they're overworking themselves. Maybe they're not sleeping as well. But these are people that maybe 10 years ago when they had all of the hopes and dreams on the horizon of they don't know what's possible but everything's possible and that fire was lit in them. But they were doing more of the things that brought them passion and joy. They weren't just being the quote-unquote responsible adults. So I want more people, more adults to start to tip the scales back over into that fire and passion so they're not as tired, not as exhausted and drained all the time. I think that's incredibly important for people this day in time. It's finding things that they're passionate about and not being naive and just dropping their whole life and saying, well, I'm only going to do things that are fun now. No, it's about finding a, a mix of being responsible and being inspired. You can do both in a healthy, balanced way. You don't have to completely change everything, but can you start to take steps to make the changes to energize you to start to find your way with the rest of it because when you slowly are finding that fire in you and feeling how invigorating it is and how stimulating it is to be inspired truly inspired you will crave it and you will find ways of bringing that inspiration into the rest of your life because you'll remember how energizing it can be it's it's better than coffee it's better than any kind of an upper that you could imagine because it's it's this pure energy that fills your whole body and mind by the end of the activity maybe you're tired but that's okay because you accomplished so much you created so much in that time frame that you got inspired and that's something that's accessible and possible for everyone that's the final thing I really want to land on because some people might just be like well I don't really think I've been that passionate about anything and the truth is whether or not you can recognize a time where you were that passionate It is accessible to you. You can become passionate about something or realize you're passionate about something in this day and age right now. And maybe you didn't ever see that part of you before, but it exists and you can tap into it if you explore what else is out there for you and start to test different things. So 
I will leave it at that for now. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season for the Thanksgiving holidays. And I'm really excited for Christmas time and all of the whatever holidays everyone might be celebrating coming up in December. I know there's a lot of different kinds. So there's Hanukkah, there's, you know, Christmas, there's lots of different ones. And I, while I don't know what they all are, I invite you all to celebrate them as much as possible. And I honor and I love each and every one of you for all of the amazing things that you guys are celebrating. And I wish you an amazing holiday season upcoming. And I'm also looking forward to sharing the newer episodes of the podcast with the interviews. It's going to be amazing. And I will, again, leave it at that for now. As always, the light in me sees and honors the light in each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.